Welcome back to Come Together Cabarrus. I'm your host, Panda. Today we're going to meet power couple Scott and Claire McCarris of Concord, who both work for companies that do and can help Cabarrus County in different ways. So grab some sweet tea and let's get to know each other. Thank you guys both so much. And yeah. I know originally I reached out to Scott because I had found his information here. And the first thing, the first thing he it. did was, oh, you know, my wife has her own thing too. And she would probably love to do that. I was like, yes, please. <laughs> I would love to have a, like a couple together and do it like, like that. So uh, I know I'm excited for the interview. I knew those were eventually going to pay off somehow. I'm leaving those cards in <laughs> here. I knew it. <laughs> you're the second person that has been like, yes, French Express. Well, I just got done telling her a second. I was like, I leave my cards in here all the time. I never hear from anybody. But <laughs> What exactly is it that you do? We'll start with you, Scott. Yeah, so what I do is I'm the business development representative for Tech to America Carolinas. We have the uh, North Carolina office and we have the South Carolina office that's over, that's my unit president in particular is over, but Tech to America has 70 locations nationwide. And my primary role is just what it sounds like. It's finding new business, new customers in the commercial roofing industry. So anytime a commercial business has a roof leak, I want to be that person that they call. And you know, we can do anything from roof repairs to preventative maintenance to new roofs, re-roofs, emergency response for after storms, especially these hurricanes that are starting to roll through. Yes. So uh, staying very staying very busy doing that. Except when we have dry spells like this for five weeks at a time. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but we keep really busy though. We got a lot of really good customers that rely on us for a lot of better maintenance and you know our primary focus is just being good to the customers. We have a real uh, customers for life philosophy there. You know, I really do believe that if we keep the customers happy, everything else is going to take care of itself. You know, it can't be about profits, uh, especially not in the roofing industry when you have so many fly-by-night roofers that like to just come out and do a quick job for you and get out. You know, we're not like that at all. And it's, you know, it takes a lot of time to build those relationships to prove to people that you're not fly-by-night roofers, that we're going to be here for 10 years, 20 years, and hopefully just on out until the sun goes down. But, uh, but yeah, so that's pretty much my primary role is just being the face of the company and make sure people feel welcomed and that we can help them out anytime they have a problem. Great, great. And what about you, Claire? So my role specifically in my company, um, I sell health insurance, dental insurance, vision, and life insurance. Um, I can also do uh, short and long-term disability. Um, my company as a whole, though, is a professional employer organization, so that's something that helps companies with payroll, human resources, health insurance, and workers' compensation. That's wonderful, and little known fact, I actually use, or I am still technically a licensed health insurance sales okay. uh, agent. So yeah. I, I, I've been there, I've done that, but I was more so like call center situation okay. and that was fun. <laughs> I do it for groups, uh, group, not individual That's great. insurance. Um, so it's a little bit different helping employers pick what plans to offer, what's best for their employees, that kind of stuff. Oh, yes. 
long story short, we run our client's payroll through our federal tax ID, and it gives us access to buying power. So instead of going to market for health insurance with five employees, we're going with thousands of employees for all the companies that are under our umbrella. That is brilliant. Mm -hmm. Same thing with workers' comp, and then it lets yes. us... Um, access their employees in terms of HR. We don't hire and fire, we don't tell them what to do with their employees, but we can write handbooks and job descriptions and give them guidance on so any that they sensitive don't. HR matter. Um, things like discrimination in the workplace or sexual harassment, we can guide them through all of that and you know make sure that they're compliant. That's they don't awesome. have to listen to us. So it's all, I mean, they don't, it's their company, so if they don't want to, they don't have to, but you know, if you want to fire someone right now and we don't feel that you have enough to get away from a worker, uh, an unemployment claim, you know, we'll let you know, hey, you might want to do a couple more coachings and write-ups, but if the employer is adamant and they let them go, we that's, that's on them. They are more than welcome to do that, but we at least can let them know you might expect a, an unemployment claim if you were to let them go. Mm -hmm. Now, I know Scott and Claire both went over what they do for their companies, but I want to fill you in a little bit on what exactly their companies are. So for Scott, he is a service sales representative for Tecta America Carolinas, which is the largest roofing company in the nation. They have around 70 locations in the U.S. and 15 in Canada. They actually service large companies, small mom and pop businesses, and have a 93% success rate at stopping leaks the first time. They have national clients, including Coca-Cola, Duke Energy, General Motors, and International Paper. What they do is everything from roofing, re-roofing, emergency storm response, repairs, preventative maintenance, and they have a roof asset management software program to help companies with multiple roofs track the status of roofs and help them make the best decisions to maintain overall roof integrity over time. If you are looking for any help with your roof, or even any emergency storm response issues or preventative maintenance, you can call them at 704-882-1200. Or if you want to talk to Scott specifically, you can contact him at 704-993-1726 and he would be happy to help you with anything he can. So for Claire, she works for GMS. They're a PEO, which stands for Professional Employer Organization. What that is, is they actually enable clients, so different businesses, to cost-effectively outsource the management of HR, employee benefits, payroll, and workers' comp. What that is, is they handle comprehensive HR services for you, including payroll processing, HR compliance, risk management, and employee benefits.
They help reduce liability for payments of wages, payroll taxes, and state unemployment taxes. They assist with employee recruitment, making your business more attractive to current and potential employees. And they even save you time so you can focus on the growth of your business. What they don't do is they do not take control of your business. They do not supply labor to work sites. And they do not make hiring and firing decisions for you. Small businesses who use a PEO have 9% greater growth than other small businesses. So if you're a small business or even a larger business looking to lighten your load, feel free to reach out. You can get a hold of them at groupmgmt.com or give them a call at 330 659 They are out in Charlotte, but they will gladly help any of us out here in Cabarrus County. We're going to go ahead and take a small break and come right back and we'll be sitting down again with Scott and Claire and Karis. know that your offices are in Charlotte. How are you reaching Cabarrus County? Okay. Um, Yeah, so my office is in Charlotte. I think the way that I reach Cabarrus County is if I see a local company um, or if I have someone let's say who worked on my house today because that happened, I will tell one of my uh, PEO sales reps, hey, this was a really nice company. Let's reach out and see if we can help them. Um, Or if I'm driving around and I see a truck with a name on it, I'll remember it and tell them or look them up to see, you know, how we can help them um, with insurance, HR, any of those products that we sell. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's really, it's it's good to be on top of it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, So whenever you're driving around, you'll see different like work trucks and things like that and you have the mind to remember that and keep it in your head until you get back to either your office or home and reach out that's just that's awesome Mm -hmm. it is the way that i reach out to cabarrus county would be through a lot of uh you know primarily is cold calling and then a lot of google searching and linkedin uh but how i've really been kind of conducting myself lately since I focus more on businesses. I've been working with a little bit with Cabarrus County Schools, trying to do some of their roof work um, for any of their kind of, you know, re-roofs or leak repairs, and then also trying to get in with the City of Concord. A lot of my role, though, is takes a lot of time to build those relationships with people, to get them to trust you and, and understand that you are going to be here, not just for this one job, but for the two dozen jobs after that um, but that's that's what I'm doing for Cabarrus County you know we have a we have a little one on the way and I think it'd be really cool to take them to elementary school middle school high school and be able to say like oh yeah daddy sold the roof on your building <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be really cool to be able to say one day and just be able to really kind of feel like I did something good for the community that way definitely and 
Congratulations to you both. What is cold calling? In my line of work, cold calling would be just stopping into people's businesses, walking through the front door, trying to set a in-person meeting with them, maybe not for that day, but just for the following week or a few days from now, or leaving some material for them, reading material that they can look up about us, and definitely my business card so they have a way of contacting me. Okay, so for your business, cold calling isn't just picking up a phone, it's walking through the door. Absolutely, 100%. Like I said, people need to know that you know the roofers that they're going to be working on your building are in the area that they do have a face to a name. You know, it's very easy for a lot of companies to just do a quick Google search, call somebody, yeah, come out and look at my roof. But I want to be the person that they know who they're calling. Then you know, it shows a lot of initiative to those prospects. I like to think that hey, this guy decided to come into my business. You know, so he obviously cares about helping us. Most places, whenever I hear cold callings, is it's always on the phone. Mm -hmm. It means just dry calling someone, basically. Mm -hmm. No, no real. They called you. It's they don't know who you are. You're just calling them up and going, hey, this is what's going on. Yeah. But that's it's really it's a new approach that I hadn't realized that some places were doing it just really helps like I said just putting the face to a name within the you know obviously not everyone's as pleasant sometimes you walk through the front door they get like this idea like where are you trying to sell me and it's like I'm not trying to sell you anything just want to meet may not even be able to help you guys right now but when you do have a roof leak or the general manager's office you want to know that you have someone in your back pocket you can call and trust. And, you know, that's just all I want to be is that person to call when you have an emergency. That's awesome. So you're like the, the friendly neighborhood roofer man. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Whatever they need, you know, I want to help just how I want to be helped and try to be as low pressure as possible while letting them know, like, a roof is your first line of defense you know, to protect all your assets you have in that building. And people, you know, if they tend to neglect that, well, let me show you ways how we can not neglect it anymore. That's awesome. How busy does it tend to get for you? Oh, man. <laughs> um, so, you know, roofing is definitely a roller coaster industry. You know, it's got your real highs and you got your real lows. It's, you know, definitely weather dependent for sure. But, you know, when you have like these back-to-back -back hurricanes like we had last year and we're starting to gear up for it, you know, the phone and emails can just go be going off like crazy. And, you know, I know last year we were we were slammed two to three backs, two to three weeks back on lead time being able to reach our customers. Standard is pretty much a one week turnaround on repair leaks. Um, so, you know, it just kind of really depends on the what's going on. That's <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. So, how long have you been doing this? I have only been in this role for one year, so okay. I am still definitely building a base of repeat customers and clients, but even then, the sales cycles and roofing can be extremely long. Like, just to, just an hour ago, I quoted someone um, I quoted someone some repairs and some other service work, and I just got the signed proposal today. So, you know, we're sitting on almost 10 months since I gave that to them. Um, but, you know, everyone's got their own timeline, their own budgets, you know, what they're able to do. In this particular customer's instance, they had to finish purchasing the building. So then you don't really have many returning customers yet. I do have a, uh, I do have a little base right now. It's starting to grow. Probably overall, 
I have probably about 20, 25 repeat customers right now at this moment where we are, I would say, their go-to roofer. You know, anytime they have a problem, we're the first person they call and the one they want to give the business to. Uh, sales nowadays is not like it used to be 50 years ago. Um, now it's a lot more relationship-based. You know, you have to like that person on the other side of the, of the table from you. And I just want to make sure I'm that person. But, you know, not every... Not every client is a good client either, so sometimes you have to know when to walk away and, and you know, just shake hands and say, maybe in the future. <laughs> okay, so how long have you guys been living here in Cabarrus County? Uh, we moved here in March 2016, so we're going on three, or we're past three years going on four. She moved in March, I moved in May. <laughs> I had to finish up a few more months left in school, but she got a offer to work at ITT Tech. And so she had to move a little more quicker than me. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So what made you change from ITT Tech to uh, now working for the GMS company? So um, ITT Tech actually laid me off. Um, they shut down. Um, so they laid me off, and I was unemployed the whole summer of 2016. But then I found GMS, and it's been a great fit ever since. I've actually been employed for three years. Uh, yeah, yesterday was my three-year anniversary. Congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> so I started out as that PEO sales rep. So I sold the whole product, the payroll, HR side. Really got a good, solid foundation of how we help small businesses. And then I saw that a lot of small business owners don't understand health insurance and the regulations and the options available to them. So I chose to get into this role so that I could specifically help them in that field because that's something that comes a little bit more naturally to me. And I feel like I explain it fairly well to them. That's good. You have a very calming and and relaxing <laughs> voice. So I can understand how, how you would fit perfectly in that kind of role. So how busy do you tend to be with the different companies that you're having yeah. to probably juggle, I would so assume? So for October, I had three groups start October 1st. So I'm juggling getting the employees' enrollment forms, um, everyone's social security numbers. They have to be entered into our payroll system. Um, depending on when they sell, it determines how much time I have to do all of these things. We're entering into my busy season. Um, the fourth quarter is the busiest time of year because a lot of companies like a January 1st um, health insurance start date. It's only going to get crazier, which is fun. It's exciting. I knock it all out in one quarter and then it kind of slows down a little bit for the year and it's just kind of consistent at that point. That's nice. With uh, business ramping up, I'm not going to talk about numbers, Yeah, but does it help having your busiest time be around, say, like all the holidays where a lot of people are worried about their their wallets and things like that? Does that help you guys a little bit? or it, I, For me personally, I think it helps because it makes the process more clear. Their plan year and their deductible year lineup, so that makes it easier to understand. Um, and I'm looking at the company budget rather than the employee's budget. So we always want to save money for the employee, but 
my first contacts the company. Yes. Um, so it does, it can help in that. But then again, unfortunately, no one likes shopping insurance. Um, it's not a fun process, I won't lie, but it is something that I'm here to make it as easy as possible. So I don't know. I think it's a yes and a no. The budget aspect is a good point, but then the holidays itself, that just makes it hard to get in front of people with timelines and making sure that I can get them set up in time and stress-free. Okay. okay. And I'll kind of piggyback on that though a little bit with this being the end of the year um, with the holidays and everything coming up. It also kind of lights a fire under customers to, you know, press the go button on some of these things before mm -hmm. the holidays actually come. Hey, I'm about to be gone for two weeks at, like <laughs> over Christmas yeah. and, and New Year's. Like, let's get this thing wrapped up. And so as salespeople, we love that. We're like, yes, let's get this thing started. But uh, but then, like she said, though, you still have to juggle around that meeting, all 12 other meetings <laughs> to try yeah. getting them done before those big holidays happen. But it's it makes it an interesting time of year for both of us. Mm -hmm. How has Cabarrus County helped your guys' businesses? Don't all start at once. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we do have a couple clients in Cabarrus County, probably. I can think of two right off the top of my head, but that doesn't mean we don't have more. Um, they're just the two immediately coming to mind. I got one. Um, <laughs> um, one of my uh, biggest repeat customers out here would be at the old Philip Morris plant over in, uh, on Concord Parkway. A lot of people don't realize that there's still buildings over there. They are tearing most of them down, but some of them are staying up and are going to be taken over by new tenants. Um, you know, so that's been a really good customer for me, and building that relationship has been really nice. Um, you know, part of just like working with Tecto, you get introduced to all these large companies because you know they're not able just to go straight to Google you know they have certain vendor requirements of people certain things when their safety record comes into play you know that's the only reason that we can work with Coca-Cola International Paper Georgia Pacific Duke Energy Facebook um, you know these kind of companies are the ones that value vendors like us and big plants like that old Philip Morris plant it's the same thing like you know they have a lot of large facilities there and they need to make sure they're being taken care of Definitely. Thanks so much for listening. I had a blast sitting down with Scott and Claire. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Come Together Cabarrus. You can listen to us on iTunes and through Podbean. We're always looking for advertisers to help fund this show. So if you or someone you know would like to help support us all while getting the word out about their company or project, Email me at cometogethercabarras at gmail.com. Go out and get to know each town and the wonderful people who live here. Stay tuned for the next episode as we pick back up with the McCarrises and get to know more about them personally. Until next time, stay safe and come together, Cabarrus.